Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Nicole Reddick. And I am coming to you today to continue the messages on the L names of God. The L names of God. And this is the L names of God too. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. I thank you for your love and your grace. I thank you that it empowers us, it cleanses us with the washing of the water. I thank you that your word gives us an understanding of who you are through your names. And I pray that you would touch the hearts and the minds of the people. Open up their eyes and ears of understanding that they may hear and see you through your L names. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray the potentate king. Amen and amen. God reveals himself as God, not just L. But L means God. And there are many little G-O-D gods out there that use the same name L. But when it's referring to God himself, it has more power and authority. It has is the capital L. We learned about L last week and his name's El Shaddai, the covenant name. Jehovah. El Shaddai, meaning God Almighty. And El, how he introduced himself to different leaders of Israel. He said, I am God. Then he told one, he revealed to Moses that he was El Shaddai, but he didn't reveal that to Abraham. So we got to understand God reveals himself to us through his names. This week in the L names of God too, we are talking about the divine name Elohim. Elohim is his divine name. Elohim. Let's turn to Genesis. Elohim, Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. This introduction in the first chapter of Genesis. He introduces himself as creator God. In the beginning, God created. He is Elohim. He is our creator and maker. We get two titles out of his divine name, Elohim. The creator God. 
But this verse also shows us that this creator God was from the beginning. It started with him. Verse 2, and the earth was without form and void. The darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, And God said, So who is this God? Who is this God? He's still El. He's El Shaddai. He is I am that I am. He is Jehovah. Jeremiah 10, 10. But the Lord is the true God. The Lord is the true God. He's a God of truth. A God of truth. He is the living God. A God that is living. An everlasting king. And at his wrath, the earth shall tremble, and the nation shall not be able to abide his indignation. He is a jealous God. And when we see him with a jealous spirit, that means he got a spirit of anger too. He is a jealous God. And when he begins to move, he's saying the nations tremble at him. The true God, the living God, the everlasting King. Verse 11, thus shall you say unto them, the gods that have not made the heaven and the earth. That means everybody else that calls themselves a God, even Satan himself. Lucifer, who want to be as God, was thrown out of heaven by Michael the archangel. He said, the Lord God rebuke you, and he threw him out of heaven. This God, the little mighty men of the earth, these gods have not made the heavens and the earth. Even they shall perish from the earth. And from under the heavens, we serve gods that are no longer living. Why? Because God said, the ultimate God, the El Shaddai, the Almighty. 
his creation more than him, the creator. And they have perished from the earth, but their spirit is living on. Just like all the rest of us who die in the Lord and who die without the Lord, our spirit lives on, but what place is your spirit going to be in? He hath made the earth by his power. He hath established the world by his wisdom and hath stretched out the heavens by his discretion. We're talking about the creator God, Elohim. There is none other. There's none higher than him. Colossians. He made the earth by his power. He established the world by his wisdom. By his wisdom. And he want to teach us things. Have you ever got high enough in the place of God where he switched from not just giving you tutors and teachers and preachers, but you allow him to teach you himself. He's waiting for you to get in that place. Did you know that about Elohim? Did you know that about El Shaddai? Did you know that about your Jehovah God? Did you know that there are some things he want to teach you and he don't want to use a man to do it? He's waiting for you. He's waiting to show you some things. Colossians, the first chapter. The 15th verse. We're talking about God here. We're talking about El. Elohim. In the form of creator and maker. This is what God wants us to know about his name today. He is Elohim. Who is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature. For by him we're all things, were all things created that are in heaven and in the earth. Here it is. Who is the image of the invisible God? Who is this verse talking about? The apostle Paul is talking about the son of the living God. If we go back up, we would understand that. But I already understood. I want you to know that he is letting us know that Christ was the maker and creator from the beginning. So God's name is also Christ. And the earth, the, and that that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and 
was created the most powerful cherubim. He had instruments inside his body, every precious stone. To God, he was beautiful in the day he was created. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. Who are we talking about here but Christ, his son? Christ his son. Verse 13 says, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God. When Christ walked this earth, he was the image of the invisible. The invisible. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and who we know is the Word but Christ himself. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So here we have El Christ. And there was nothing that was made that was not made without him. God, our creator. Elohim is his name. And it is divine. Anything connected to the true and living God, it is divine. It is divine. It is divine. Now, he is the only God that can speak things into existence. If you can understand the power of his word, what he says goes. Let's go back to Genesis, the first chapter. In the beginning, it's the principality. So not only in the first verse do we have God, El Shaddai, Elohim, we have El, God, Elohim, the creator, Christ. And here's the third God in verse 2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. All three in creation. By God's word, his spirit moves. By God's word, things are brought into existence. Man cannot do that. Not even the mighty men of the earth. Not even Satan himself. Who was Lucifer. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light 
that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Who can do such a thing? We can't. Do you see? Do you see Elohim? The creator. And by his power, the spirit of God, he is El Shaddai. Can you see him? Can you see God? Through his name. Elohim we're talking about. The creator. Verse 6. Verse 6. See, nobody, no man can speak a thing and it appear. But God did. And he still can. And he still does. Verse 6, and he said, and God said. So Elohim said, let there be a firmament. An expansion in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. Let there be a firmament. An expansion. A space. A space. From the waters to the waters. Do you know that there are waters above the heavens? This first heaven. Before you can get to the holy heaven. Or the heaven of heavens. It said let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and the divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day. God said it. I don't know anybody that can create space in between water, but God. He did it when he created the heavens and the earth. He did it when Moses had to pass the children of Israel through the Red Sea. Only God can divide water. We got to understand he is the creator. He does things that man cannot. You know, he let man think that they just as high as he is. But then just like God showed Egypt, when the magicians recognized this is the hand of God, Pharaoh would not, his heart was hardened. The magicians couldn't do no longer the, the miracles, the acts of God that he was doing. See, they showed off in the beginning. They said, oh, we can do that. We can do that. But it got to a point where they couldn't bring forth like God was bringing forth. See, he let y'all think, okay. You got, you, you, you using your little witchcraft. 
But this is how God gets men every time. It's from the beginning. You challenge God. He is the greatest that you could ever serve. Elohim is his name. El Shaddai, the all-powerful, almighty God. There is none higher than him. Now, God made this firmament. God made this firmament. God made this firmament. And let's go to Luke, the 16th chapter. Luke, the 16th chapter. The 26th verse. If you don't know this story, this is about the rich man and Lazarus. But I want to show you because we're talking about the firmament, the space that God made. So in verse 26, we read. No, let's go back so y'all can understand. Verse 22, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Do you know where Abraham's bosom is? It's in the third heaven where paradise is. That's where the believers go when they die. They go into the third heaven, paradise. Into Abraham's bosom did he carry the beggar. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments. This is where the non-believers go. Being in torments, he said, he was in hell. He was in torment and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Here in hell, he was having a vision. Do you understand? He was in the third heaven. He was in paradise. And here, Lazarus, the rich man, he was in hell in torments where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, where there's a fiery place. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. It was hot. He was in the fiery place being tormented. This is where everybody goes that don't believe in the true and living God. And the creator Christ. Elohim is his name. He shares the names of God. And cool my tongue, he said. I just need a dip of water. I don't even want a glass of water. Just a little dip, 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 and put it on my tongue. Just dip, dip, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, son, remember 
that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. See, it's the opposite when you die. You can be rich, you can have fame, you can have things your way, and you can torment people. But when you die, the, it's going to be reversed. You are going to be the one in hell. You are going to be the one tormented. And you're going to look, and maybe God will give you a vision like he gave the rich man. And he said, just let him dip. He just wanted to dip. Something to cool his tongue. And he said, he is comforted now, but thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. A great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. So in other words... Excuse me. In other words, the firmament is so great that you can't pass from hell to heaven. The firmament that God created, let me let you know, there's water on this earth because it was divided. There's water above the first heaven. Before you can get to the cherubims, there's water. Then there's cherubims. Then there's a sea of glass called crystal. Then there's the throne of God, which is the holy heavens. The great gulf. It is the vacancy. It is the space, the atmosphere where the birds fly. But it's also the galaxy. This great gulf will not allow hell to pass into heaven will not allow heaven to pass through to hell. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded through one who rose from the dead. We know Christ rose from the dead, and men still are not per persuaded. So what difference is it going to make? What is it going to take for you to see that Elohim, the creator, is El Shaddai, almighty, all-powerful God, the potentate king, the great one. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. All power is given by him, and without him, you would have no power. The great gulf. Let's go to Ezekiel, the first chapter. And we're talking about Elohim as the creator. And after I finish this, we're going to go to him as the maker. 
Ezekiel, the first chapter. chapter the 22nd verse it says and the likeness of the firmament upon the heads of the living creatures now Ezekiel is having a vision he's seeing in the holy heavens he's talking about the creatures that are there and there is a space there called a firmament an expansion of the living creatures was, um, let's see, upon the heads of the living creatures was as the color of the terrible crystal stretched forth over their heads above. And under the firmament were their wings straight, the one toward the other. Every one had two which covered one side, and every one had two which covered on that side their bodies. And when I heard the noise of their wings, it was like the noise of great waters, as the voice of the Almighty, as the voice of El Shaddai. We learned about that name last time. The voice of speech as the noise of the host. When they stood, they let down their wings, and there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they stood and had let down their wings. He's talking about the holy heavens. There is a firmament there too. The great gulf includes all of this. It does not allow men and women to come through. The ones from hell or the ones from heaven. You can't pass through. It allows angels. In the firmament there is a ladder that goes and angels ascend and descend from heaven to earth. But you can't pass from hell, which is below the earth, and heaven, which is above the earth, the third heavens. Now, this is the creator. This means that he initiates an object or thing, and he doesn't alter it. He brings things into existence. We just read about our creator. We just read about Elohim. Well, what about the other part of his name? He is both creator and maker. Let's go back to Genesis. Let's go back to the beginning. Now, God speaks it. It's by his word. And when God speaks it, it's by his word. It's not written in his Bible. In this Bible. It's a spoken word. It's called a rhema word. And this rhema word is operative. It is all powerful. And it is the command of God. you got to know that. When God speaks a word, it is his command. And it must be accomplished. There is nothing that can stand in its way. When God says it, it is done. This is our creator. 
Hebrews 11.3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made which things do appear. That is the creator. He created out of nothing. He said and it was. We're getting into the maker now. Verse 20, Genesis 1.20. Now remember, it said, and God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that have life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. He said, let the waters bring forth. He didn't say, like he said in verses 3, in verses 6, in verses 9, in verse 11, in verse 14. In all those verses he said, and God said, and it was. It was existing because he said the power of God's word is important. But here in verse, in verse 20, he said, let the waters bring forth abundantly. Already existing. This is our maker now. He's creating and he's saying, let there be out of what is already created. This is our maker because it's already existing. And he's saying, give birth to it. Give birth to it. Bring forth, bring forth. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth which the waters. And let me tell you something about being a maker. A maker creates out of what is already created. So don't fear the word created. Because this is where he begins to be the maker. Because he's creating without out of what he already created. If you can understand that. Let me see entrepreneurs or um, builders. <clears throat> Thomas Edison who made the light. He created light through electricity, but he needed something that was already created. And this is what we are saying. We are makers shaped after God, but we cannot create in a sense that bring things into existence like God can. But we can make things, creating it out of what is already made, what is already there. So are we higher than God? No, because we can't create like him, but we can make like him. Now, verse 24, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind. Let the earth bring forth. Let the earth <clears throat> give birth to some things. 
And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, and let them, okay, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the, all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And he blessed them. So here we have. God is creating man out of the dust of the ground. Just like the animals he told to bring forth. In Genesis 2 verse 19. It says, And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field. Out of the ground. And brought them unto Adam. Even the woman and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept and took one of the ribs. And closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman. But he did it out of the ground. He did it out of the ground. See, he called his creation to bring forth to birth. In verse 2-9, he said, And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to his sight and good for food. When God say it, not only does he create that which does not exist and bring it into existence, he, create, he creates out of what he already exists, what he already made. He creates what he out of what he already made, making him the maker. See, a maker can create, but there's only one creator. We are known makers, men and women of the earth. We are known makers. We create out of what is already existing. We construct it, we build it. The nations were made from the works of God just by a spoken word, the rhema word, Psalms. Eighty-six, verse nine. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. For thou art great and dost wondrous things, thou art God alone. Psalms 95. Verse 6. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. The Lord our Maker. He is our Maker. He made us out of what he had created, the dust of the ground. 
tell you something. When God creates, he loves what he creates. The problem is, there is an adversary who loves to mess up what he creates. And what he made. But when God makes it, he said, it is good. He said it is good. He constructs and builds. He constructs and builds. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. We've got to understand that God builds. He constructs and makes things. Not only does he bring things into existence that didn't exist before, who he is the creator, but now we see him as the maker. He creates things out of his creation, and he makes his creation to bring forth to birth. Now let's look at what he does with his creation. He gives them dominion and authority of rule. He created, he made, he said, oh, and it is good, let's see. I want to show you that he said it was good. Verse chapter 2, verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. That means all the people, all the birds, the animals, everything that lives in this earth realm. And then the firmament, the first firmament. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that it had, in it had rested from all his work. Verse 31 of chapter 1, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the, the morning was the sixth day. So when God sees you in your natural form, he created you and made you, and he said, and it is good. What do you do with the good? It is good. Very good. Let's go to chapter 1, verse 16. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. So we see when God creates and makes, he gives a dominion. He gives a rule to those things that he creates and makes. The sun had dominion over the, the light, which is the day. He rules the day every time the sun come up. We see the sun ruling. And when the sun go down, then the moon comes up. And the moon has dominion over the night, which is the dark time. But the moon gives light. 
So it rules the night along with the stars in the heavens, the first heavens. Let's go to verse 28. Now, let's go to verse uh, 27. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. He gave man dominion. He gave him rule. Over his creation, he gave him rule. We can't rule the day and the night. We don't have the power, but we can pray to God to stop. To stop the sun from coming up. Let it be dark 30 days. We can, we can ask God that. Just like Elijah asked to stop the rain. See, when it comes to the, that type of power, where you can stop somebody's dominion, like the sun and the moon, you must go through God. Because he is the authoritative power. He gave them the dominion. And only when he say, can you drop the dominion. That's the only time you can stop it. You have to go to Elohim, the creator and maker. Because he is the one that gave them the power to rule. And so now, man, as long as there is a man or a woman on this earth, we have dominion to rule over the fowls of the air, over the fish of the sea, and over the earth, and every creeping thing therein. We have that rule. We have that dominion. In verse 10 and in verse 16 of chapter 1, I told you he said, and, and God saw it and it was good. In verse 16, and God, no, that's the wrong verse. It's 31. It was good. Everything he made from his creation of heaven and earth was good. God created and he made and it was good. And we must understand the same thing. As we are moving in the kingdom of God, God gives us rulers. And he gives us dominion over his house. And it is in his authoritative power to bring you down just like he lifted you up. Only God can do that thing. Only God can take away the power that he gave man. Only 
do it. We can limit man. We can put blockers in their way. We can hinder them, but we can't stop them. Because when God is ready to move, when God wants you in your authoritative place, it ain't up to man, it's up to God. God, he puts in position and he pulls out of position. He is both creator and maker. And one name is called Elohim. We need to look and decide. Are we going to stand by and worship the creation? Or are we going to start worshiping the creator? Elohim is his name. You want to get to know the great and mighty, the true and living God, the El Shaddai, the all-powerful one. Well, Elohim is his name. El Shaddai is his name. The great I am is his name. Jehovah is his name. See, in each name, we get to know who he is. The power of God, El Shaddai. You need his power, you better call him El Shaddai. You need the creator and maker, you need dominion, you need power, you need all that. You need to call on him, Elohim. We need to worship him in his names. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for your word and your spirit. I thank you for how you move by your spirit. I thank you for being our creator and maker, Elohim. I thank you for showing us who you are by your names. I thank you for showing us that you have the ultimate power and the powers that be would not be without you because you give us the rule and the dominion. Have your way, almighty God. Be glorified in the earth and in your earthen vessels. Be glorified, God. Be glorified. The potentate kings, be glorified. Be glorified. Let every knee bow to you, Lord Jesus, like it is spoken in your word. Let them give honor to you as being the most high God, the all-powerful God. Have your way, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the everlasting King, God our Creator, Christ. Have your way in your powerful word. Give us the written word and the spoken word. The rhema and the logos. 
We need your word, God. Your word is powerful. We need your word. We need your word. We need your word. Elohim is your name. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way in the lives of your people and in people all throughout the earth. Amen and amen. Yeah.